I call the signature order at 5.42 p.m. Clerk, can you please call the first item? Uh, pretty too. Um, yes, on the call of the roll, um, Commissioner Parker Plummer. Parker Plummer present, Commissioner Pimentel. Pimentel present, Commissioner Udding. Udding present, Vice Chair Hum. Um, present, um, Chair Loftus. Present. Loftus present, um, vote by present, um, quorum is met. Uh, clerk, please call second. Yes. Um, item number two is communications. Um, the commission um, Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that the civic engagement and education committee participated in this meeting in person with remote access. The commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-0001 um, meeting IP, actually. <laughs> I do not have that today. Um, meeting ID is 2485-872-1070. Um, then pound and then pound again, or you can join us online through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted in the same mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three to be added to the speaker line if you have called in, or if you're joining us via WebEx, you may also raise your hand in the app. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the Youth Commission at youth.sfl.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton Beacon Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, 91102. Those attending the meeting in person will have the opportunity to speak in public comment first before remote access. That concludes my communications. Um, item number three is approval of agenda. Is there any discussion? Okay. Okay. Um, Commissioner Barbara Palmer, motion to approve. Commissioner Cutting, seconds. Quick, please call. Oh, is there any more comments? Members of the public who would like to speak, um, please press star three or raise your hand. Um, Chair Loftus, there is no other comment. Yes, on the motion to approve today's agenda, uh, Commissioner Barker Plummer. Barker Plummer, aye. Commissioner Pintel. Pintel, aye. Commissioner Ade. Ade, aye. Vice Chair Hum. Hum, aye. Um, Chair Loftus. Aye. Loftus, aye. Uh, with four ayes, the motion passes. Item number four is the approval of minutes for um, April 18th, um, 2023 and the May 2nd, 2023 CEC meetings. Motion to approve both minutes from April 18th and May 2nd. Second. Second question by Chair Lee. 
Is there any discussion? Is there any public comment? Chair Loftus, there is no public comment. Sir, could you please follow? Yes, on the motion to approve um, the minutes from the April 18th and May 2nd CEC meetings, um, Commissioner Parker Plummer. Parker Plummer, aye. Commissioner Kimmel. Kimmel, aye. Commissioner Ali. Ali, aye. Vice Chair Hum. Vice Chair Hum, aye. Um, Chair Loftus. Aye. Chair Loftus, aye. With five ayes, the motion passes. I don't number five. Just public comment on matters not on today's agenda. Um, under the jurisdiction of the Youth Commission Civic Engagement and Education Committee. Um, members of the public who wish to this matter should start to line up uh, on the door or press start doing now if you're calling in remotely or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app. Your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. Um, Chair Loftus, there is no speakers. Sir, can you please call item number six? Yes, item number six um, is committee business. First is the Department of Elections on the session. Second is upcoming resolutions. Um, actually, item 6B is upcoming resolutions. And 6C is CDC-related news. All right, uh, then uh, welcome to our presenters from the Department of Elections. Thank you all for coming. This is great having these presenters. Um, it looks like you have a slide. Let's take a look at the name of the This. Oh, my. It's nice meeting um, some of you. Um, thank you so much for having us. Um, my name is Liv. I'm the Department of You are with me today with my aunt. Teddy, Dan, and Priscilla. Uh, we're all at the high school student task force, and we, you know, weekly, we, and we always um, try to, you know, um, work together and make sure, you know, everything is in their place. And try to... um, so thanks for having us again. Um, today, we would like to talk about the high school elections and program, which we discussed. Um, and we're happy to um, that we have program. Um, so just wanted to share a little bit about the program with you. Our goal is to encourage the 16 to 17 years old to get them through registration. With that being said, um, we um, were able to um, recruit high school student um, ambassadors um, to, to engage with, with their peers in school and outside of school. Um, so with that, I will go ahead and pass along to Penny um, to share some information and some of the student All right, so hello, welcome to Teddy. Um, I'm also one of the mentor for the Spring 2023 board. All right, so first of all, I want to show you guys um, basically a picture of all of our ambassadors from our spring 2023. Um, so um, there are 20 different um, San Francisco high school students from 13 different high schools. 
Um, so essentially, our goal is to have our ambassadors to engage with the peers and to spread awareness about the California Voter Education Week. And the Voter, California Voter Education Weeks um, happens um, the last two weeks of April and the last two weeks of September, so two times every year. And we'll have them, con uh, they conducted outreach, uh, different, different sort of outreach activities and to inform the peers about um, pre-registering and registering eligibility. Um, and from those, from this session, we are able to track over 800 voter, voter registration forms um, submitted by youths from 16 to 24 years old. And um, just wanted to add on um, to that, um, to make sure we keep track of their efforts, uh, we use this mentorship approach, which we have um, weekly meetings with our students um, at least twice a week to keep them on track um, on their outreach planning. Um, as well as um, their education. And as you guys can see, um, they're from different high schools in San Francisco. So we've recruited ambassadors from a very diverse range of educational backgrounds. Um, we have ambassadors from public school, from charter school, and from private school. And our goal for the spring 2023 is to recruit two for high school. So in order for us to ensure our ambassadors be successful in this program, um, we conducted uh, a training workshop for them. Um, and in that training workshop, we have a lot of hands-on activities. So as you can see from the slide, uh, one of the activities is to have our ambassadors um, basically pre-registering one another and to go through the entire registration process and to get familiar with um, different questions that's on the card. Um, and from this activities, um, all of the all the ambassadors you can have questions they can ask us on the spot and they can think about the questions that they may um, you know receive during their outreach uh, activities um, and also we issue them 50 uh, registration cards per ambassadors so that's numbers that number is actually one of the goal that we have is to have them collect 50 cards. and another um, hands-on activity during the training was brainstorming activity, so we have them uh, think of all the different sort of uh, outreach ideas they have that they want to conduct um, during those two weeks, and we'll gather together, circle back, and we talk about all the different sort of ideas. Um, so one idea that stood up to me was um, one of the students, um, they want to um, send out a birthday card to all the students who turn 16 or years old, and in that birthday card they include some sort of um, encouragement or uh, eligibility requirements to pre-register senior sector or so. So I think that's really creative. And from this slide, you can see um, the flyers that our ambassadors made uh, during those two weeks. Um, from this slide, you can see there's a QR code and the QR code will lead to the Secretary of State website for registering. So just by scanning the QR code, they're able to register. Um, I think those are very creative ideas and they were passing out to their students, to, to their friends, and posting And so we're going to talk about different sort of um, outreach ID, uh, events that um, they've conducted. So on the left-hand side over here, one of the students created a um, registering corner in their school library. So they have students who want to register to pre-register, they can fill out the form and drop it into the box next to it, which they also created as well. 
And one of the students on top right here went to the school concert and made a announcements there and restaurant students. And also we have students who also made some sort of um, a restaurant box. So once they finish completing the form, they can just drop it inside the box. And we also encourage our ambassadors to really partner with um, you know, different types of community-based organizations. From those pictures, these students, these ambassadors went to the Boys and Girls Club um, after school during their tutoring session, and they tabled there and, yeah, registering uh, different sort of ambassadors, and also talked about voter education as well. Outside from um, the campus of campus outreach, um, the groups that they might be involved in. Um, some of the students are actually inspired and they figure that, um, for instance, um, this top picture on, um, on top, um, they're actually outside of uh, They identify um, high foot traffic locations where you know they feel like it might be beneficial to set up a table lane and they hear things to be registered to vote. Um, on the side, there's a student um, table lane actually at the Golden Gate Park. Um, so that event actually have a lot of students um, engaging, pre-registration, registration to vote. Um, that student actually also created a banner, the yellow banner um, on the side, um, so that people can see it from far away. Yeah, so talk about like high, uh, high traffic area. So the students over here went to the Shinsel Spring Festival and also went to the new Union Square Mini Station School because they expected there were a lot of families there and they can um, you know, conduct outreach event and pre-register students teaching some of the events. So this is a chart for us to showcase some of the student efforts as well as, you know, um, our plan um, for sort of the next round, um, which is happening in September, the last two weeks of September. Um, we'll be like this um, program and we will continue to conduct Um, 
against the all and other ways that we can support and help both accepting and trying to get enjoying this program as well as this program is happening, how we can support it. who are doing that well. Um, I do have two questions. The first is about your goal of having two students from high school. How do you sort of adjust that depending on the size of high school? I mean, myself and Doctors go to very different size high schools. I don't think you need to at my high school. I think she was not. I think you need way more than two at all. So I'm wondering, you know, how you might adjust based off the different sizes of schools. So it comes. I can speak about. Yeah. So it comes down to doing. Okay, so a large high school that one hundred percent. It's a medium so it's actually the opposite issue. Yeah. We're going to actually uh, so in order to narrow down students to kind of it's kind of like a job application We're going back to your question on the student based on the student. So currently, it's not distributed based on student population, it's based on school breakdown. And this is more so to the two numbers really to have a system for that. So they don't feel like the responsibility of the small school problem. It's also just to collaborate and see if you have someone in your school as well. So that's where the two. I guess I have a follow up question. That's really uh, so you do turn down applicants. Yes. Is it mostly based on merit overall or merit in a body of students in a particular school? Say the broad identity five to two. Two reasons. People uh, apply each time when to the next steps of the process. Um if there are two per school then sponsor. How do you well, I guess there's only you know, three applicants for the same event to make sure to contain all three of them if they're willing to do it just based on the size of the goal. Yeah, I, I think it will just some considerations and some interesting um, It's also about the constraint. Yeah. Um, it's not because they do that's So there's that smile. To all around at this point, but if there is a need for school work with the selection, there will be a That's that my expression. Like it's funding, you have. Better realize that. 
So we're allocating 12,600 for fiscal year. Past three fiscal years, we So, mid this fiscal year, we were going to do something. One of the best things that we could accomplish if we provided combining the internship program with the youth basically having multiple interns contributing. Each one of multiple birds as one stone, basically. So, 12,600. Year, since we haven't used it all, we gave it all they could to spend. But I think that being said, we still additional which it's not official yet from the press office, but it seems like it's going to be approved. So we will have one that next year, which which will potentially be spent to one of the bond. Um, I have a couple questions. One thing I just wanted to touch on um, what you had mentioned earlier about the having the amount of aspect in school. It does sound like I totally understand that it's just the constraints of the budget, but I would like to add for the record we do have written. Have the opportunity to have more funding for for a master, but it would be important to have the proportional school. So I was thinking again, school like role, it's really hard to reach everyone who will need two students in a school in Walmart. We need to be able to reach everyone in one student, or two, you know, two students is fine too. I just think for these big schools, it's it feels more fair that everyone has the opportunity to especially in a baseball tournament, it's hard. You miss an opportunity all the time if it's or it doesn't. And larger work. schools tend to be public schools too. Yeah. Yeah. When this position wasn't paid, um, I was much in semester level, and I think there was five of us, and it was still we were drawn very thin because things like going into registries, which is our home room, like. Physically big campus, um, and also just the amount of students, like like five of us is, is still it was still a lot of like every lunch block trying to talk and every lunch block we're talking to new people just because of three thousand students. Yeah. Well, I had to go to the registries the other day and I only it's, it's called a registry for reason the entire like thirty minutes long. Um so anyway, I just wanted to I just wanted to add that if you do get the opportunity, sure. I know that's out of your control right now. Sure, and I think that's something that people spend a lot of time with our This would be that some schools would get them all. Shift around somewhere. I think basically not the population buckets where it's like zero to a thousand is one, thousand to two thousand is two, three thousand is one. Arbitrary numbers, you can all assess that. Um, but yeah, that's something you can look at students for on the future. I think just this first time, just to two. This is the first time writing funds, obviously, so I'm expecting hundreds of applications. Um, well, it was a short period of time, too, so not as many, but just more than the traditional. 
to that, I would just say like I never saw like I would have of the positions. Um and I have a pretty to give these commitments, so I'm wondering how we can uh, yeah, I've been in Bastard like two or three times, and I don't think I got the That's great. How how can we reach students? We need your help. <laughs> I think, like I mentioned earlier, just re reaching out to people who have done it in the past. Um, they probably would do it again, but also, I would say school newsletters are a really great way to reach students. The SFUSD newsletter, the one that goes out to all of SFUSD. Social media is a great way to report about things, especially if you're able to contact. Um, student run social media accounts like they have like their student um their student body councils those um are social media that like you know, the entire school follows and it's then if they really post on opportunities they really like that all the kids are on instagram all the time we'll see that um and then i'd also say it, i mean it sounds like you have some relationship with teachers but i, I think that would be helpful too if the kids are like already forced to be in class and they can listen to yeah, it's always been a shift with schools, and, you know, especially with the size of those schools and you know, we have a principal contact, what's happening is one, so it's like contact as well. One, yeah, so like global, yeah, we might not be paying attention to the hundreds of I don't know if any school has this, but at Lowell, there is a classroom with your counselor, and counselors just are constantly posting like paid internships and the paid programs, even like at UCSS study a few years ago, like constantly a stream of anything people send them goes on the um, classroom. And people do check it because there's other ones out there. Yeah. Um, so the counseling departments, maybe counselors, they also have like little boards of opportunities and like scholarships and other students ways to. Make money now that you are giving the most time. No, I think this is all the more we can do with it. We went with which is this type of a web. For each of us, sir, it's actually what's actually. Um, Mr. Ross, question back here. Um, I do think that most people who want to be ambassador do it for not only the investment part of it. Not necessarily the only part of it. So my suggestion is reduce that side of the that we gain from the pastors and more, you know, moving involvement um, for students. Sure. Yeah, I think that's something we're considering as well. The calculation of the side of this kind of minimum wage as a side of this and then we'll get on top of it, so the taxes and revenues So that's where we can. Then I always take it as a stop. 20 hours of service, so 10 hours per week, then nine hours of training. So it's a lot of Yeah, we can start to get groups and see if we can round down that side of four hours of training. Could we hear a little bit about how students track the hours they worked? It, was it directly with your mentor? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so it's directly with the mentor. So each student is assigned to one mentor. Um, and that each mentor has a four months to the next class. So we'll see. 
and give a pronoun form. Um, so we have all the texts that they need to complete um, throughout the chat. And during the chat ins, which are cards like at least twice a week, um, that's when we check that. And with that, we start the work. So, what can you give a Is that like a, a verbal confirmation or is that we could of like spreadsheet or online payroll? Yeah, absolutely. So we have like a scheduled calendar and we bring to time and But we we check the efforts, um, we break it down. For instance, we have social media posts that we bought that they will share. We have them verified um, and allocate them to do planning. Um, so each of those we break them, um, and then um, it depends on if they fit and that's and then we calculate how much time is needed uh, to keep care of them. And each student has ten hours to um, and that's five hours uh, would be allocated towards new works training, um, preparing the requirement as well as hours. And to um, that we have some two tags on, on Instagram, Facebook, you know, that's how that's great for us to um, try as well. Um, and on top of that, we also have our check ins at least two times a week. And from the chat, you can see a lot how we can spread it. And that's how we know what the is. And also take pictures for the event. Those are how we collect. Yeah, that's a good thumb of the efforts. Um, and then aside with, with the pictures, um, we also keep track of the voter registration form that we do at time um, so that we see And many of these items, that amend and team or the principal supervising is not fulfilling their tasks. If so, what is that? Um, like I guess they keep the system to show what more like if you had a concern that I mentioned this time, that like when they initially yeah, so we might essentially we, we want to, you know, as as much help as possible. Um just give you an example um, of other of my students who were having trouble um you know connecting students are much bad I hope my students we know that ASB advisor and stay inside the ASB office and that's how we can obviously uh, connect with other peers and Tell them about you know, insurance. So, in those ways that we produce this, um, give them support about uh, emailing like their teachers and see what we can do. I, I guess to, to rephrase, have any of you had concerns that you have a student who's being paid by the bar of elections not doing the corrective on this? Is and, and if so, what is that? What is that? How do you rectify that? Sure. Not all ambassadors are available to give this I had a 
kind of general overall question about are you tracking data on the turnout of like, your registration of Sustained Sentinel in San Francisco and then voter registration and turnout of 18 year olds are like the very, very new. Is that just like an idea of what civic engagement looks like in the city? Like, I, I know that pre registration is going to be tricky to track because it's going to the state website, but Like I, that's kind of something that we were looking at. I get an idea of 
how
you say it's teachers that have to teach this, but you feel like are they required to teach something specific? Um, for the, the standards, but I, you know, when I went to school, we were taught when there's elections, you can vote when you're 18, and it's ready to vote. A lot of these topics came up because I will say, like in SFUSD, I I haven't been taught. I'm in AP which is you know that might be AP American AP which might be different. They might cover different things in the American democracy classes, but we have not gotten anything about government or voting, um, which I think is surprising given that these like, these are. Students are clearly very interested in government and could probably respond very well to a push to be engaged. Um, and I do know that SFUSD passed a resolution five years ago, 2014, about increasing. Um, about increasing. Um, about adding to current American democracy classes and like partnering with the city too. I think they use the Department of Elections to provide those like voter registration forms and things like that. Um, and like they have like, um, you know, guidelines to have votes. I don't really know what's happened with that. I'm still trying to follow up with SFC. But it's like that's so I think that that's something I definitely would bring up because I feel like it, there is there is framework, there is a urgency and somewhat clearly resolution to want to do that. From my knowledge, not a lot. I was adding the youth questions also definitely very interested in this Yeah, definition of like educating youth about local government, especially why that they can join youth commission, but also you know the government is one of the most expensive. And feedback and input. So that's something that we're working on. We have a list of SFUs that I mean, my friend there is just kind of falls to the I don't It's the same problem, but you know, we should have you know, it hasn't been restricted to install. It still is a resolution. It was passed by the Board of Education. It's a resolution, so it's just a recommendation. It's not binding. So, who's going to the beer? Some cities do have this requirement. You follow that resolution and then like Los Angeles Unified School District, San Diego, um, Southern California school districts do have a partnership with their local groups uh, and the education. For us, they're good. Oh, yeah, LA specifically requires every school and unified school district to designate with. Uh, the teachers still begin to see it as the ambassador. They're still single conducted. So that's how So basically, I guess, from that information, we would love to work with science, getting things to the district in any capacity. 
Thank you for coming and presenting. It's very interesting. Um, and hopefully, today's feedback that we can help you guys manage your 
I don't have a conversation I'm going to teach her. I'm going to work on And I don't want, I think we'll be able to also commit missions. Okay. Or you need mission with yeah. yeah. So, and I, I don't want that. I, I don't want that to hinder the writing of the suspension to be written without limitations, but in that, it's a lot of what um, it would have been ideal if they had the so but I won't try and work on them this week. And then maybe I can go over that. That's what you mean that, like, I've met with, like, some of the conditions that you recommended, especially the ones who are being considered other counties and mosaic. They all have um, Marin. Um, so Marin County is, um, they are supposed to be compensated, but, but there's some hindering from like the city agency or county agency that isn't. Um, uh, so they're actually getting their compensations. Um, this is some bureaucratic thing. Um, San Jose, um, they're still working on it. LA County is the only like, more successful one I've heard of. So each commissioner, is um, given um, a 5,000 maximum per year. So, like, if they have exceeded that stipend of 5,000, then um, they then then everything else is still voluntary. That's what we're talking about. I, um, something that um, Sam and I um, talked about is that you can also look into, like, other San Francisco commissions who are being compensated and other commissions who are not uh, compensated because um, this is going to be a really, I would think, a joint effort of like all the commissions who are not being paid to do this. Um, and there are just a couple of responses on the one that you have sent to the to other counties. Um, they're slowly coming in because they're slowly getting back to me. Okay, well that's, that's really good. Yeah, and um, I just have a call account this morning, and I'm still, I still need to send them the survey. Um, one meeting is 150, and, but I also don't know what that's taxed, before tax about the gas. What, do you know what the, if like the demographics of applicants for the case-wise and stuff like that connection? LA County is 18 plus. 
So um, it was a legality issue of how they explained to us. Um, they, they are not sure whether like a subcommission is unpaid because of legally how does it work with the law to like pay people under like 16 or but that's how they get stifled, right? Like okay. And I do not know. Um, I don't know. Well, like LA County, they chose to only have their youth commission to be 18 plus because of um paying legalities, like paying legalities. Not want so to I, have, I would not want to have this episode so, change the page. My sister did OFA when she was summer after seventh grade, so she would have been like 12. She was paid for that for stipend. How they get around, like, it's not like a minimum wage. Yeah. Oh, um, well. I'm not sure if this is something we need to talk to city attorneys about, uh, but um, if this is an effort going forward, I would um, see how we can um, consult a city attorney, even if this is a resident, um, because um, an ordinance is something you would be changing that administrative code. But like, this is something that if it's an effort long term, it will eventually become a charter yeah, yeah, so I don't know how you want to proceed with that, but. Would the other work around the the supervisor would bring up the ordinance himself? Yeah, so um, this is a result, so like whatever it is, we'll like, bring it to a city supervisor, a council of board of supervisors, uh, but. Um, if they were to write this into a charter amendment, they will still need to consult a city attorney and the PLA, um, the budget legislative analyst, is on this. And controllers. It, it, the, I want to double check, but my understanding is that what would happen when you get a charter amendment. It does need to be a charter because our it is written into our charter that we cannot be paid, it does need to be a charter. It's specifically written Yes. So it does need to be a charter amendment to go to the voters, which is why I explained that this will this for like charter amendment purposes, like it you have less of a chance if it's only you commission, you have more of a chance if you you'll say that we wish for all commissions to be um paid. Just an advice. <laughs> but like for your result, it doesn't need to be all commissions. Like maybe you can like mention it in the result, saying that like we would like to research into this and let recommend like research into this and then look into all commissions, but like you can still focus on new commissions because this is a result. How do you all feel about the effort that it takes to get this. Yeah. I wish I was I have reservations. I just think it might not be for that. I put it on the back. So I think for it's everywhere. This is a new idea. I could definitely see it as a campaign. 
so like equitable commission access. But I, I, I certainly don't think that any supervisor would put on the access to the commission or when I go. So it's a good palette measure of this. So I honestly think that we should talk about the I think following that, the best course of has us because there are plenty of commissions that are much less, um, don't require the same amount of time to get a business commission. Um, that we should, I think, provide the commissions that we jump to do. And finally, we can identify specific initiatives on the business commission as well. So we're not just sort of um, but I would just, I mean, I, I agree in concept, and you know, both the resolution, um, asking for it. I, I'm just wondering, like, this seems like such a process that I haven't heard any other commissions be looking into. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard, like, members of the SFF team who are looking into this or yeah, so, I think police commission is one of the few commissions they need. Yeah. Yeah. But there are like I have to say one of the reasons I conversation specifically is because and this isn't the case for every one of the other commissions, but and I do think that they kind of will all be compensated, but they have a job commission, whereas we're students and then we have a commission. So we're not making any money at all. This is taking up this commission isn't them serving on the commission after doesn't mean they don't have an income. Whereas with the youth commission, it feels like this is all this time of respect could be spent working at a coffee shop or you know, getting get, having yeah. having a job is actually so that was my concern with this is our students and I I'm not sent on a survey asking people questions like these and I'm here for you all. Like do you feel like you would I don't know dedicate more time to this if it were had the capacity to dedicate more time to this kind of a or would you you know, the only one that replied that didn't apply because the conversation, like, how do you feel like compensation went in? I, I replied, like, I didn't know we weren't paid until I assumed we were paid. Um, I want to put out that my points were not to dissuade you. All of the youth commission mandates are 10 year plus average. Yes. No, that's how I see. So like, I think you should absolutely like. I support you, but like, I just want to make it clear that like those are the rules that you might come into. Let me appreciate. I need to know what. Yeah, I I wanna I want a reality check with this type of thing, and I also want to know. I also want to know what the opposition would be or what people would not vote for. Which is kind of why I'm asking. Like, how do you feel like? How, what's the impact you feel? Oh, I'm just going to think it's a lot of um, political capital, a lot of effort that will take 
um, over different conditions over time in different spots. And I think that although it is important, there are other major issues regarding that I think are more important than day to day. I know it's like a benefit for commissioners, but I think we should focus more on all of it. So, it's like making part of video or something, right? But that's helping the world you and Counterpoint. Um, I think that compensating us would not, first of all, with these expenses of art, but also like we we're talking about how compensation would affect us, you commissioners, but we don't know the possible youth commissioners who aren't in the room and never did the process because they weren't going to get paid. And then people who just absolutely could not afford this many hours or something and wasn't going to get paid. We will never know who they are. We'll never know what their impact on the commission could have been. We'll never know what they would have acted for if they had some benefit for the youth itself. So it's not just how it affects us. We made it work. Well, then didn't have that. I'm also concerned that we make commissioners who do have jobs and unable to do additional contribute additional time to the commission because jobs are contribute their ideas as well. And they're not paid for the work. Sometimes, like, I know there's some questions, but I'm not going to ask any questions. It's like art, so you're like, see, on the wall you're working. Um, I also think it's actually a question because I feel like a lot of them feel intimidated with like getting like some type of like benefits or like. Sometimes I think I would think for the long run. I mean, I second what you said, and I think there was a good point that you mentioned about what's going on by the which is that we're a majority in terms of school commission representing a majority of public school. So that's definitely going to be that about that. Certainly, has to do with the fact that only loving comes to service students who, you know, don't look ten times their parents in first things easily. Um, just don't have the opportunity. How long? Oh, my sense is from staff, um, notice little team people that we did have like some applicants not continue their application when they did that to something. No, when we had our own. When we were at the when we called the building house, yeah. there were people who I saw their faces like, oh, I just wanted to, I don't know, they didn't say this, but I, I took their reaction to it as I can't spend you know, hours of my life at something that's not okay. Like, so, Plus the expenses. Plus the coming, like it's not we actually need debt. I spend money being like pressure. Yes. The statement would not be in order for me to 
So like have extra money. I don't I don't think they're gonna tie up that information. The only county one is the public transportation. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. So I think that I also just think like as a matter of I love the work I do on that commission. I think I I do for all I don't think I would do any work that I'm already doing, but I definitely think I would do a lot more um by the entity that you know I contribute a lot to, which is the city of Canada's school. And you know, I also think it might provide some legitimacy that we to show that our work shows the whole And I do want to say I don't want I don't want people, if it were to be I don't want people just because it's pay. Like, I want people to apply because they want to be on the commission, but I also feel like people won't, my hope is that people won't get through the final stage of the application process and get, be appointed as a commissioner if the sole reason they want. Like I have a feeling that would be enough profits will vet that out. Well, you know, I think that would be enough money for people. Yeah. Oh, I want you to make it. Yeah. I don't think of applicants. I think of them that it's paid and yeah. they apply and they're very promising candidates. Like and then character because I just I don't think I don't think it would add to our our. For applying to you, get yeah, five thousand dollars. I don't know. Five thousand dollars. Like I don't know. But people, people very rightfully so, and, and expect to be compensated for the time that they get. Like that's very simple expectation. And I will say, to Stephen's point, I do agree that there are there are a lot of issues out there that I think yeah. so many that are that are much that are much more serious than getting. Um, and I totally agree with that. I will say, however, though, that our commission has been launched a lot for you for youth. Um, it's your opinion on it, but it's me. Like so many, I'm I'm just saying there the youth commission has made a real impact on city government and continues and continues to do that and bring really important conversations. And I think it's important that the commission that is doing that is representative of all the in San Francisco. So why don't we start with the first time to talk to see if we can talk about how we get and then you have the charter to a youth commissioner that and this is aside from youth commission position, but we will be stretched out essentially. So I think Environment here is yeah, pick and choose your power. Um, but I did have one question: Is that do each supervisor office or the mayor's office have their own separate budgets for the districts, or extra side money that they could mostly use to pay their own appointees? If that makes sense, so that the property be centralized. To your first point, um, politically speaking, I don't think that's a good strategy. To be on the same battle. Um, and I think it's not going to happen. Yeah, so um, rest your concerns there. 
Second, um, I do. Each district does have their own budget, but it goes directly to their district resources and their office. So if it were to be compensated, it would be from something else. So it would you might get pretty well supervised by that. Yeah, um, I could look into like maybe how like, the police commission or like other commissions get their state. Um, I'm tough to you. Question to you. Uh, I remember you saying you had to be done by the seven, which is in ten minutes. Is that true? Well, I told Alice there to be a little late. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, does anyone else have any other resolutions that we have to discuss? I was saying about vote sixteen. My goal was to have it on the second meeting. I don't think I'll have the time to until the end of school, but that's still We usually tell like new sets of commissions, like what each committee focuses on. If this passes in the this commission, any other resolution you can discuss? I want to see if you all need any support in researching your lessons. Oh, I want to do resolutions on something related to that qualification resolution. If you have any time to do research on this, that would be great. Well, I'll send you <laughs> But if you have anything else, please let us know. Okay. All right. Uh, Sub item C. C. C related news. Does anyone have anything? No. Okay. Clerk, uh, you just call it. Oh, public comment. There is no public comment. Clerk, you just call it. I don't number seven the staff reports. I will like to tell you all that I am adding Jin Valencia To as a non voting member for us in for our next meeting. And I will let him as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Question. All right. Um is there any discussion on this? No? Is there any public comment? There is no public comment. Uh, item number eight is adjournment. Can you pull one adjournment? Oh, right. Sorry. This meeting is adjourned at 6.52 p.m. Okay.